1: Blog Talk Radio Yo
2: Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanaka, Happy, happy Kwanaka, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Kwan- uh, Kwanzaa, Habari Gani, Harambe. Thank you for sitting with us under the Anukai tree. I am Jip Jack, sitting with... I am your illustrious producer, Mick Sykes. Thanks again for sitting with us under the Anukai tree. This is our holiday special. Com because the eggnog is flowing. Now we don't got no eggnog. You know, eggnog, don't y'all dare. <laughs>
3: but um we're also giving our personal reflections and highlights from this year. We're gonna have some of our guests from this past season call in and share theirs. Um we're also having a musical number um live. We're gonna see how that turns out. Um toward the end of the show. And we are also um, going to give our 2020 um, astrological reading um, using tarot for um, we'll your horoscope almost. almost. We're going to go month by month and see some of the things we have to look forward to, things we have to watch out for, and things we have to be like mentally spiritual of. So um, if you're joining us tonight, bookradio.com slash and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Instagram. Um, and if you want to call in tonight and share some of your highlights and reflections from 2019, um, anything in pop culture, your personal life, politics, whatever, um, call in at 914- 205-5458. Again, that number is 914- 205 Um we We want to like just cut to where as people come in and come on, we'll just add you to the conversation. So caller um eighteen um eighty nine thirty one, you're on. Hello.
0: Hello. Hey. Yes. Yeah. Can you hear us? Hi. Hey,
2: it's Sophia. What's going on, Sophia? Wagwandan. Hi guys, not <laughs> Thanks for up So we talking
0: Lagging about
2: what we talking about again. right now? <laughs> Whatever, like yo, we're down some highlights for the year. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll start like oh, like a really crazy highlight that happened to me is that I got initiated into the religion that I'm in. You know what it is, but we not spilling teas until after certain things are done, right? Um. But end of the day, um, I got initiated into this uh, the priesthood of my religion, and it's been a crazy ride um, for the first couple of months. Um, and it's just been amazing. Like, masks have been coming off, you know what I'm saying? For me and my God family, um, things have just been crazy. People that need to be the fuck away have made themselves scarce. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like. Get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Like, without much to do by me, like I haven't had to do much, but get initiated and not even say too many words. And they made themselves scarce, you know. So it, that that's a highlight for me because I I I'm a cut it off kind of person. I'll cut you right off, but it's also like hard, you know. Like, you don't want to have to have that cut cut it off conversation. And I'm definitely not a ghoster. Like I will not ghost you, but same time if you're you not tell, supposed to be around oh, yes, we're back. Huh? The,
3: the group chat you tell them that we're back.
2: Oh, you yeah, um huh?
3: You tell the group chat that we're
2: back. Yeah, so tell yeah. Okay.
3: Um
2: so yeah, that's why Sophia called. Um So yeah. Um this and the third, you know, I mean everything has been everything has been really interesting since initiating, but all in goodness, you know? Like everything has been really really great. Um, and that's the highlight. Pretty. Much, that's like the highlight of the year. That's what I've been waiting for for quite a while. You know. Um, how about you, babe? I'm
0: I'm happy for you. I'm you. I um. I had a I I had a trying year, but I will say this: this year was trying, but it was a transitional year for me. So everything mm. that happened, I kind of took it in stride because I saw. I saw it as literally me rebuilding myself. And when you rebuilding yourself, you have to start at the foundation. The foundation is the lowest part of the building. And mm-hmm. so I basically, this year brought me back down to my foundation, the core of who I am. And I kind of have to rebuild myself, but based on my real core values, my real core um, the things that I want, I really see myself being in the future that I want to have for myself this year, even though it was very trying, it brought me down to that very, very basic foundation of myself. So I Mm. feel really good. I'm feeling really good going to the new year. I'm looking forward to everything 2020 has in store for me. And I'm not even that like new year, new me type of person. I typically, I don't even, I've never made a new Year's resolution in my life. Ever. Yeah. This is the first year that I can honestly say I'm going into the new year and I see that new year, new me, but I know it's only because I started working on that in this year. That's very because um,
2: you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm happy for you, I'm proud of you because I know you took a lot of personal steps and made a lot of decisions for that to be the case. You know what I'm saying? It didn't just like happen, you had to literally be like okay like i'm gonna do this you know what i'm saying because right that's not serving me no more so let me just toss that out and uh the deity that i have been initiated into the mysteries of which i've been initiated it was very much about that like she'll come through huff and puff and blow your house down and leave you with your foundation if your foundation is solid enough and if not well guess you're starting with the bottom soil you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and gonna be right, yeah. So that you can get it together. So that's very interesting. That and just to make sure that you can rebuild it stronger because, like, she's not about none of that weak shit, you know what I mean? And important. This has kind of been like, I feel like that's, you know, been kind of the story for a lot of people who are either just like really starting to get folks on their spiritual journey or have spent a little bit of time you know um within a very like heavy i don't want to say heavy like it like it hurts but like in in a serious spiritual practice has been dealing with a lot of um that kind of that kind of wave where like again like the masks of certain people has been lifting so that means that they gotta go you know what i'm saying whether that is by your own hand and saying hey i see who you are get the fuck out (laughs) you know what i'm saying or um you know what I'm saying? What what have you? Changing jobs, um, moving like people like again like we moved this year. Yeah. Um, you know, after getting initiated, there was no way that like all the things that come with initiation was going to fit in our other place. You've been to our other place. You got to come to the new place, by the way.
0: Yes. Um, okay. Yes, for sure, for sure, I will. Gotta
2: come through. Um, but um, you know, there was no way that all the stuff that I need. To, to get all the literal fucking like <laughs> physical things <laughs> that I after initiation was gonna fit, you know? Um, so we needed a new spot. Come to find out the craziness was going on in that spot anyway, like with literally nobody like that in our old um spot in that building for more than a year. Like people was just in and out of there, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's been a really serious transitional year.
0: People who right. are at least
2: on their spiritual game, you know what I'm saying, or like coming to yes, a spiritual. Yes, for
0: game. sure. And I know for for me this year, I think that was a part of it too. You know, um, I I know that once I started exploring my spirituality more, I started to see a lot of things slowly. I, 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 the first word that comes to mind is dying. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to assume that's the correct word for what I'm describing. Right. It's not I what I was aiming for, but that's that's the only word that's coming to me. Is I started to see the things around me dying. I see. But really, all the things that were dying were like the superficial things, the fluff, the extra. That's not the core of who I am. And it took a lot for me to even be okay with Doing away with those things and everything around me basically dying, but um, I I know it was a it was something very necessary for me, and I think this year was a full circle year for sure. I
2: say these are all words. Sorry, that I have base speaking yet, but these are all <laughs> like terms that I've heard. You know what I'm saying? So often, especially within my God family, um, you know. Like, there's there's so much shit happening, like, transitionally and, like, so much stuff coming full circle that it's just like, well, damn. Like, it's just amazing. And spirit works in this way. That's why we even feel like we can do this reading for the year and, like, even, like, purport to kind of speak in a general behalf because spirit does sometimes or most of the time work in some kind of general way where at least, a large group of people be going through the same shit at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um,
3: well, we've been doing this for three years, actually. Yeah. Like, we do it um, every year on Facebook Live. So for the past two years, we've done that. This is the first time um, we'll be doing that reading on the podcast. Because um, one of our friends um, definitely asked me, like, hey, are you going to do your yearly reading this year? And he's like, oh, you know niggas talking. But I'm um, like, all right, yeah, of course. Um, so that's going to be that's a part of the show. Like this year was a really long year, in the sense that I feel like every season was a year unto itself. Mm. Um, even and especially from the aspect of like my own personal growth. Um, like as a couple, we completed like our first round of couple therapy. I, I know that we'll probably do it again in the future. And that was very helpful to me in a lot of, like, regards in our own relationship and um, my own, like, just personal interbeing. Like, I feel like I was made a better person through that process and that experience. So I, like, highly recommend therapy if you can afford it because it should be expensive. It is. Um, um, For anyone that's been thinking about it, um, we went on vacation. We had, like, a really nice time.
2: And Key West,
3: like our, um, and in Miami, like that was great. Like, and that was our first like major mission together. Um, and just professionally, just um, a lot of things have happened to me professionally this year, and I definitely feel like I've become like a better educator from it. Like, it definitely like solidified some things for me. It also um, clarified some things for me made me um, more flexible and new ways to teach and reach kids. Like, I've been a para. Actually, December 22nd was my 12th school year. So I've been doing this for a long time. And I also have two advanced degrees. I could be a teacher. I just, like, chose not to. Like, once, like, I was like, I don't want to do this. I actually like what I do. And now I'm equipped with more knowledge to do what I do more effectively. I can, like... With the best of them, and I have, um, <laughs> but I feel like this year, like shit. This like I had like one of the hardest I had in fucking twelve years, and at the end of the day, his parents didn't want to like do anything to help the situation. They were just putting a lot of weight on us as like a school team, and like I have to learn to let go, and um. <laughs> Luckily, things shifted around, and I'm in like a better situation now—a different situation, not better. A different situation. Um, uh, We—I started a business. I started. um, Yes. Blog. And um, Mm -hmm. doing like food and catering videos, and starting my catering business. We started this podcast. Um, so a lot of things have been like great and fruitful this year. Um, and I also just look at it from like a aspect too like I feel like a lot of people this year like woke up like
1: certain, me too like,
3: certain things have happened in society and in this country that like you even like the most the, the extreme simpletons like you can't ignore it and so like I feel like a lot of people just like coming around to, especially and that's why we do this podcast to um alternate ways of making it, ancestral ways of making it more black. feels like, oh, no, they they put a madman in the big chair. Trump, we Trump, Trump,
2: Trump.
3: Because we got to get together. And I've seen a lot of hard discussions happen
2: Trump, 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 Trump. in the black
3: community, but discussions that I feel are necessary. And more happening every day, and especially this year. And that's why I feel like every season feel, felt like a year unto itself. Like we've we've moved on um in topics as like the community and like as a focus. Word. um everything from religion to sexuality and we still got things to work through. But I'm glad that, you know, conversation in this way where certain people aren't controlling the narrative of that conversation.
2: For one second I would just like to speak about something that happened. Um it's a little bit of an aside so excuse me, sidebar but very important bar. As this podcast is very much um, about the lives of Black people, including which always includes Black queer people from lesbians to homosexual SGL men to the trans community, we have to speak up this, um, this trans woman's name. Um, I don't want to mispronounce this, either Yahira or Yahira Nesby was murdered in mm-hmm. Brooklyn yesterday. Um, say her name, Yahira or Yahira Nezzi. Um Condolences to everyone who loves her. Um, you have not lost her. You just lost access to her body. Her spirit is gonna always be with you. Give her nine days to rest and figure out what the hell going on on the other side, and then light a candle for her. People like like I would say people need to give before they start doing vigils. I feel like we do visuals too quick, and then suddenly people wonder why like certain places are haunted and shit. Give them a second <laughs> to get these shit together. That's why funerals don't happen the next day usually. You know what I'm saying? Like, just traditionally, it doesn't go down. So um, give her a second. I know a vigil happened yesterday anyway. That's fine. But before you start putting her on your personal altars, um, any of the witchy people that loved her um, and any other ancestral worshipers, um, give her a second to, you know, get hugs from her ancestors and, you know, get acclimated to who's social court and things of that nature and then light your candles and give her some light. She definitely needs it. And, um, you know, let's just have a moment in which we lift her for a second because it, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Like we, like, huh, like we couldn't close the year out without something like this. Right. Like the. And, and after, I guess I want to say maybe even just a ten-second moment of silence. I want to ask y'all, what do y'all want to leave? What do y'all want the community to leave in 19 and not take with them in 2020? And it doesn't have to be anything like that, but say, seconds. So let's give ten seconds of silence to our fallen sister. All right, say, thank you, sister, for all the work that you've done while you were here um, and the fierceness that you have exhibited. Um, wish I knew you and grateful for everything that you, all the lives that you've touched and all the work that you are going to do because the work does not end. because your body is gone, girl. So <laughs> thank you for all the work that you will be doing on the other side. Um, anybody have anything that they want the community to leave behind? In 2020?
3: Homophobia and transphobia.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: really like, good I'm were family members this week
1: mm, mm. about,
3: like, transphobia and things like that. And I feel like I got through to a cousin who's pretty much like like my brother and, like, we raised together and that mm-hmm. had literally mm-hmm. brought, brought in like, his sister and his page really, really brought it home. Like, she, like, really like taught and um ministered to him for lack of a better word about transphobia from cis people and what that looks like and how that shows up. But I also said to him I was just was like, if you only use he was talking about the whole J. K. Rowling thing and um how she stuck up for this woman who got fired from her job for transphobic comments. And he was just like, Well, you do you think she should have gotten fired and I was just like your feelings about someone's life should never enter a workspace. The second that ho- happens it makes it hostile environment, like a hostile environment and makes it violent. If a white person you at your job I don't like motherfucking niggers and I wish they would die or aren't people even if he doesn't act on that, just knowing that
1: you immediately creates an unnecessary tension in a lot of like, a, like
2: I never thought about it. And I was like, what? I got, two, I got two things I need y'all to leave behind. I need y'all to leave behind a community. So make these fucking connections. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like homophobia will go on if I would just make certain connections. How is it that you never thought of it that way? Because, right, because y'all, because y'all would rather a lot of a lot of homophobic people, especially within our community, would rather um, hold on to their homophobia by trying to act like racism and homophobia have no parallels, than see the seeing where they actually intersect. Maybe they don't have parallels. Maybe they go in two different directions to the point where they intersect at ninety fucking degrees. Maybe this shit is perpendicular, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And figure out. What's going on at that point where they meet? Realize that yeah, when you sound just like white people, if they're because women, when you sound just like men who are misogynists, it's just that simple. Realize that literally the language is the same. It's not. It's there's no difference between anything that y'all say in this language. It's really because crazy. Because
3: it all comes from the same source. We right. have to consider the source, which is supremacy. Right right.
2: The other thing I really hope gets left behind where, as educators, we are trying our best to do the damn work. I need the fear culture that our children are developing and maintaining and perpetuating. Um, I need that to end so, so quickly. Um, Anecdote, I teach in Brooklyn and um, one of my kids decides that she's not going to sing because one other kid um, ha- happens to not have good ears. He's pretty tone deaf, right? And she feels like she doesn't want her vocals to be associated with his. But when she gets on stage, all she looks like is that she's scared and doesn't know her part when she was the best person in the class. And it's like, okay, you so afraid of getting bullied. You don't want to get bullied because of how, else is doing then in the same show uh, the group the kids had a fashion line and where they made these track jackets that were dope. I wasn't going through my year I would definitely freaking wear like I will wear them track jackets not a, a single child was excited to get up and literally just like hold their track jacket up in front of the class like no one wanted like it took like 10 minutes for them to come down to the front of the auditorium just to show them the track jackets and don't even let somebody try to hand them a mic, they're like oh, I mean, oh, oh, and passing off the mic. Like, literally, success is something that you're afraid to be teased with. These are successful track jackets. <laughs> y'all won. You know what I'm saying? Like this is not something that you should be concerned about losing. Like literally, a product that y'all could sell today. Okay, a product that says chase your dreams. And y'all literally afraid to to get up and be successful? That's because y'all don't want to be teased seriously and then don't want to listen to Adele Tello? I'm a gay, um, two-spirited person who walks out in this, in this bitch in skirts. You know what I'm saying? Like, see your school, <laughs> but y'all are conceding where I hear y'all teasing me, you know what I'm saying, and trying to make fun of me while I'm each other on a regular basis. And guess what? I grew up like this. this is how this is how a nigga grew up. You I have grew to. Up
3: like this. You
2: have to make to like do the thing is. that makes you successful anyway. You have to make the decision to be yourself anyway. And there's something I don't know if it's parents, I don't know if it's just the school environment, but I again I I feel told like you what I
3: was and you didn't like the answer, but you like acquiesced. Yes. What is it? Us as millennials, like growing up and realizing that. The system and everything we see and has been said and, and sort of um, been marketed to is bullshit. So millennials very have this narrative, and this voice in society that everything is bullshit. And what happened? What happened? I feel like what happened with generations Z and beyond, all they heard, all they like internalized from that message is everything is bullshit. So why try?
2: But if you if, if but the reason that I I couldn't like really accept that is because if everything is bullshit and why try why are you afraid of trying? There's it like there's, a, there's, it, a, there's, a, there's there, a
3: side to that. That's a side a, that many people don't.
2: Like. There's a difference between actually not giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is bullshit, so I'm not gonna try because like there's no point in trying and like literally being shook to try but, even hey, when you succeed. Susan
3: was out here calling herself a singer, so. I think,
2: like, there's some people that took that side of it, and then, like, there's a lot of other people that took the other. I'm not seeing, I'm not, all I'm seeing is the fear. Literally, are down, know, literally are down, literally down the line. So, it's, like, to me, here, like, again, like, millennials, like, actually got to a point where we actually don't give a fuck. So, some, some, some girl will walk outside with half a bull head and half a fro because, like, really, it don't matter wants to do the thing that she wants to do because right. who who cares about anything that that's not caring, but being afraid to literally go up and show your caring a whole lot. Tavica, what do you think about
0: that? Um, I mean, I know that I see kids in my age group, and it's to be honest, it's a little hard for me because I parent a lot different than most other black woman, parents, our age and older. So I haven't personally experienced that with my child because my child is the exact opposite. He's very proud to show what he does, but he's, I think cause I raised him to find value in pretty much everything that he does. But I know based on, from his peers and what I see, a lot of it is, a lot of it is peer pressure. I know when we were younger, it, it's like being smart, right? Like when we were mm-hmm. younger, I remember I was the quote unquote Oreo because I read well and I spoke right. quote unquote well. I don't believe in proper speaking. I believe in dialect, standard English dialect. That's what I was using. And I grew up in bedside. So the other kids even the children who have the capability of reading on a higher reading level or doing well in class, they wouldn't do it because of the pressure from their peers so that, because it's like the smart kid, there's a negative connotation to it in a lot of urban communities. And I feel like this is kind of, the same thing, but instead of it being with academics, the children don't want to take pride in their achievements because they don't want to be put in that position where now they're like a teacher's pet or a goody two shoes, and their peers will make fun of them.
3: I want to add to that. I Like I hear everything you just said. I want to add to also. There's no escape for that. Like there's the internet. So like even when you go home and you're a certain age and you're on social media. Funny there so like the bullying is like in your house whereas we we're the last nation without the internet like we grew up like half without it half with it pretty much well not half it's gonna be more than half right but like a good chunk of our lives existed without the internet and like they
2: the formative. they
3: don't know a world without that
2: how um, how does that why how does that vibe get created like Started the shit where, like,
1: so intelligence,
2: where intelligence is treated, as a negative, where success even gets treated as a negative. What, like, what does that, like, where does that come from?
3: Well, the intelligence thing is American culture. Like, we depict smart and Brady people in a certain way, like, in the media and what we see. So, intelligence in American society is very much frowned upon or seen as, like, weak cheese mold male that can fight and hunt and spit and grunt and play sports that the pinnacle of ideals, not the person who's most intelligent. That that that's a large part of it. Like we don't like in like India and China like in Asia, like in general, even the Caribbean, fuck that. In Trinidad. Like if you like the yes. top,
0: use you, you
3: that nigga.
0: Yeah, that's why I was, that's why I was the way I was cuz I got Trinidadian oh. daddy and parents who don't play that.
2: See, <laughs> <Yeah>, I got <laughs> like, a Black American
0: mom. Oh, gonna kick um, rage. Rage. No, no. my
3: son's going to be a doctor. Oh. Exactly. So,
0: and I <laughs> will say that I'm going to piggyback on the American culture thing and then remember as in our community, being Africans in America a lot of times, if you were intelligent, you were seen as a threat by white people. Right. So we learned generations ago that it's better to dumb yourself down because being smart can actually put your life in danger.
2: Lord. Because I've even
0: thought about it, like how many generations, think about like the first Black person to get accepted into Harvard, imagine what their family was thinking this they're probably family, probably afraid right. for their life right, so then these things have social implications, and those social implications are played out in our behaviors.,
2: hmm. True. so my thing is how do we how do we how, how do we reverse that shit? Because it's imperative. It's imperative that our children understand that they need to be okay with being successful at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, for like, fuck whether you're smart, whether you're talented. Go out there, try. And when you're successful, be proud of yourself for being successful and move on that success. Because otherwise, what do you actually have? Like, otherwise, what do you do? Like, literally all... Niggas have is what we can do within for ourselves in our own homes. You know what I'm saying, and the hope that we can monetize and commodify that shit. Also, the
3: the, the greater counterculture white what, so she also wants to speak on like white supremacist. No, I completely of understand. Like I
2: need I need there to be an under, I need that. I need a corrective there. action. Yeah, that's what that's what I need. Like there needs to be a, a a way that we as adults, I guess, can come together and figure out what the fuck. We can do to get our kids to be okay with being successful, It's so a cut out like yo, know, it's really you know what I'm saying. But it's really crazy because the principal comes to these assemblies or whatever, and the first she says to them is, um, if, "When your people come up here, don't laugh at them." Why she gotta continue to tell y'all not to laugh? Where does like to keep doing that? You know, first of all, that you don't like if somebody's laughing would you then perpetuate that on somebody else? How do we get them to understand that all they have is each other and their success? Mm.
0: So I'm going to say this. What I actually was going to say I want to leave in 2019 is anti-Blackness and parental files. Mm. And you're kind of leading me into that direction. A lot of our... Parental styles are very anti-black and are based on oppressive practices from slavery that were handed down through okay. generations that we're still practicing to this day. so we have to remember that um, a lot of times our children are taught to be small and that starts in the home um, in most of our in most homes, thank goodness I didn't have this experience, and I make sure that I don't I don't do this with my kids, but a lot of us, our opinions never mattered to our parents. Awesome. The way we felt about things never mattered to them. Our thoughts about the situation that we in, we're in, about their lives, about everything around us, we had no say. That plays into your psyche. Mm-hmm. It plays into your self-esteem. It plays into your susceptibility to being, um, to having your opinion swayed by others. And so I think that's kind of the root of it. Is a lot of it is the way that we parent our children. Those psychological burdens are then counting wisdom into the educational system, mm. into so, mm. their social interactions. So if a child has no place where they are valued, they devalue themselves, and now Mm -hmm. they devalue their output. And I don't think a lot of parents look at um, parenting their children that way, and it is a way of parenting that you see primarily in African communities, specifically I will say in the States. For sure. Well, I can't even say in the States. I will say in the diaspora, period, because we learned very long ago to that being quiet is important. That keeping yourself small is important. And our parents suffer under oppressive conditions that they come home and they don't have anybody else smaller than them out in the world, but the people who are smaller than them is their children.
1: Mm.
2: Mm. Mm. I say, right, just to piggyback mm. in like in like segue, I guess, of that this same girl that went up on that stage and going to the side not to sing because of somebody else's here gets subbed by one of the, by the program director of the school. The program director is trying to sell classes because they're going to switch, um, switch um, artistic um, classes next semester. Right. And when she gets to singing, she's like, if you like to try singing out and she says, you know, singing, is one thing, but, you know, it's a real vulnerable thing, so once you get on that stage, it's a whole other thing. The girl, going to sit in the audience and go, oh, that's a sub? So you want to be so small that you're going to allow yourself to be called out such a big way Nobody you. And yeah, it might be a sub, but you just made it hot, 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 hot. You just put all the eyes on you. Screamed it. You know what I'm saying? And now you have smaller amongst your peers and I don't even think you even see it that way you think there's just you know what I'm saying she thought that her actions was literally saving herself from ridicule where well, all she did was give herself more ridicule and wouldn't listen to me when I told her this thing so I completely agree this idea that being a failure is the way to go or just not trying or like literally like can't fail if you don't try when it's like actually that's the that's the only way to certainly fail you know um huh chai- cheese it's it's definitely- it's definitely a lot it's it's so much um
3: you wanna take a break and come back with like highlights from the year yeah, okay, so we're gonna play um we're not gonna do our um Live song yet. Live song yet. Um that's gonna come towards the end of the episode. But I am gonna play um Beauteous by Chip Jack. Hope you guys enjoy and um we'll be right back. Mm you everyone. That was um, Is" by Jip Jack.
1: Um,
3: make sure you go to jipjack.com and follow Jip Jack on Facebook and Twitter. Um, look some of his great videos up on YouTube. Um, we are going to get into before we do our um, year-end reading. Um, we just want to, like, go over some, like, some, like, little pop culture highlights and things from 2019. I was just going to say, let's just do, like, another year of Trump and get uh, that out the way.
2: For real. Before
3: we talk about anything
2: else. I'm not even trying to get him out of the White House because nobody even wants to imagine what Pence is trying to think about. I don't even want to know what he's thinking about. Leave him out There's of only all of it. a couple of of
3: months.
2: How bad? What the fuck? Get get just, just fucking do it on the last day. If y'all like eh, kick them out on the last day, then fine. Um, before we get into that, I do want to say Safiya had to go. She um knows her confident children, <laughs> and um she had one note that she did that she wanted to say before she left, but she had to go while we were doing the song. She let us know that she's saying um, giving our children value in our homes is the most important thing you can do. I've mentioned before um how the home should be a sanctuary. You should not, we've got to get rid of this idea that um, you got to raise your children by bringing the house and, and trying to toughen them up for what's going on outside. The best thing you can do is support them so that when they go outside, at least know that when they come home, they could get a hug. They at least know that when they come home, what they're good at cultivating. She said, with and cultivate it. It doesn't mean they will build a career about it, but it's about teaching them um, about persistence and seeing a project through from beginning to end. And they will be most likely inclined to do that if they feel good at it in the first place. And if you, as their parent, are letting them know that they are good at that thing, then they will go out into the world knowing that they have something to offer, even if they never make money off of that thing. And having something to offer is the biggest way that you can feel confident in this world that literally says because of your melanin you have nothing but your productivity to offer and then not even that right so now let's move on to highlights for the year um
3: collusion
2: <laughs> all you know, collusion
3: um
2: I think I honestly like y'all know how I feel about this whole thing it's a circus um it's a puppet show it's Sesame Street on Ice and I whole life like I mean SNL has been funnier I'm not into SNL whatsoever and I have been watching with Babe with glee like when he when he puts it on I'm like yes let's watch this because I swear <laughs> their take on everything that's going on it's so... Just to
3: see Alec Baldwin say Trump again and again. And oh, again. my God.
2: It's so blood accurate, and it's just like...
3: And most of it is just, like, verbatim. They're not even, like, making anything
2: up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the writers have never had an easier time making this check.
3: Um, <laughs> even, like, there's a show on show, um, Showtime cartoon president. Oh, my God. And it's about, like, Trump and like his administration and sometimes I'm watching it happen or is that like a joke and I'm like oh wait that happened like I go uh, on Google and start like clicking on it, like, wait that happened uh, that's not even funny <laughs> like the whole like Russian hookers team on each other thing Yo, happened that wasn't like conspiracy thing. that was actually that actually happened is documented after that uh, he's still president and they impeach Bill Clinton over lying about a blowjob.
2: Right, son.
3: Like, like Giuliani stitching him left and right. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's on purpose. I'm just like, are they frenemies? Like, what's happening here? Like, why do you keep telling on your boy? Him getting embarrassed at um, the G8 summit, and then again um, at the NATO conference. Where they were talking about right. him behind his, and it was just like, "Damn, you don't have to shred a foreign dignity left." Not that give, not that I give a fuck as a black person who's in America how we really look, but like, really had was our international sort of like pompousness right. now and sort of like dignity that is completely gone. Like, they'll couple us in with the white people, so it's not like... <laughs>
2: right, it's not like we can, like, as black people, go overseas and not essentially look just like Trump. Like, they're like, oh, like, you're Trump? And it's like, no. <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. They didn't vote for that. Like, nothing to do with that. And they're like, oh, well, you're American. Literally, I don't remember who you're talking to, but outside of America, they come here, when they come here and realize that the shits are not, like, the same everywhere that place from like I don't know why this is always in Wyoming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's not, it's not the same. Okay. So there are any international listeners looking at Trump thinking all Americans are this motherfucker. No one here. A person standing next to them. It's just how it is. The one thing we all have, is <laughs> and then black people have so much less of that, so please give us the benefit of the doubt yes, when we come to your country just to see what it's like anywhere else. Please, because, like, goddamn, we are not this motherfucker. Um, another highlight for me was Jesse Smollett.
3: I was just moving up for Trump? Yeah, I can't. I can't, it was can't give
2: him, can't but, give him uh, too much. We can, we can come back to Trump. Okay. But we can't, like, ugh.
3: <laughs> it was, that whole Jesse Smollett thing was so confusing. We don't even know
2: what we still don't know what
3: actually happened. Confirmed. Right.
2: I refuse to deny him what he said until somebody really comes out with some shit that says nope literally everything. Like it's the Chicago police
3: department tried to sue him for money they spent on the investigation and it got thrown out in court. So that just makes me think like Yeah. They were trying to, like, pin something on him or make him look some kind of way. Maybe, some, like, it did happen. Only because if you have a narrative down in the media, especially with, like, a celebrity of, like, any notable level of Trump supporters attacking black people. That, that just makes it look like the Klan, obviously, like in such an obvious way right. that you can't dress that up in the media. So it would be easier to discredit him than to get it or, like, like, highly confused enough where you can't even focus on the facts because there's so much, like, bullshit being thrown in the mess. And I feel like that's what they really did with him.
2: Right. It's like they don't spend this much time and energy discrediting people unless there's something going on. So for people, like it, it kind of bugs me that like black people were so will and black gay people were so willing to throw Jesse under the bus because of what the Chicago the Chicago police had to say about it. The 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 the, the fucking police force to let R Kelly
3: go free for years <laughs> like, as long as the bribes was coming. Okay, and when the bribes dried up. They and this
2: thing Okay, and as long as some girls was black, and, and so it's like y'all, like y'all don't understand the anti-blackness and literally all of this system to like, but like before you take a second to be like, okay, wait, <laughs> the system is trying to say what we think because all of y'all thought that he was lying. It's like the system is agreeing with us a little too hard. Like let's do our own investigation. Oh shit! Speaking of investigations, I'm sorry I even have to brought to bring this up, but this it, it just happened. For us, because we just watched it on Netflix, but no, this no is the highlight of my year. Fucking Netflix, don't fuck with cats. Oh, oh that was a permission.
3: that happened in 2012,
2: though. Oh, but I'm saying in terms of the documentary, like being on, like the highlight of my, of uh, for for me, that was a highlight.
3: White murder.
2: Oh my Modern god. White, white people, y'all, <laughs> y'all will investigate the fucking, uh, the fucking abuse of animals so succinctly, like, I have never seen such a beautiful coming together of human beings and civilians in my life. (laughs) If only you motherfuckers would do that for black people. (laughs) Where are our girls? (laughs) Where are our girls? They
3: found (laughs) this The way, like, you guys are going to have to watch Please watch this documentary. He wasn't actually a serial killer. But, like, he, he, killed was, like a, he killed, like, a two cats of,
2: online. Like, I think a total of four cats. And that was enough for white people to be like, oh, he's going to kill people, which not the attention they gave him is what drove him to kill a person he wanted to be an actor, and I don't understand, but I'm not going to say the man's name. But long story short, if it wasn't for these white people who clearly had enough time on their hands. To the greatest lengths. Lengths that I promise you. White people good jobs.
3: Like, not regular, like. Right. Maybe. I work at a gas station. Like, these white like, people with, like a, like, a data analyst at, a, like, a casino in Vegas. Like,
2: okay. Like, people with actual shit that they got to do when they, they take homework. Cause these people take work home. Do you understand? And instead of doing the work that they need do at home they did this they did more work than I promised your, your your closest fucking local detective does to find anything out <laughs> okay especially if it has to do with black people so y'all need to see this just to see exactly the lengths white people go to avoid having to do the shits with black people because they will find kittens to do it for it's really ridiculous Um, what's another one baby?
3: Hyman Gates
2: Oh, and gate!
3: <laughs> I was going go for a documentary. Oh, 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 oh. Look up in arms. We just recovered from gate. Oh yeah. my
2: god! <laughs> stay your ass out of fucking minor females' pants. Period. Period. Just stay out of it. Keep
3: your dick in your own marriage. How about that? How
2: about that? How about you? How about you be? How about you be the man that your daughter needs to be looking after? You can't be trying to protect her from niggas like you. That is not how this works. <laughs> um, Shit, we going to down because we want to get to this reading. Um, I'm trying to think.
3: There, there was something I. on
2: If you oh. think of something, call in. The number is 914- 5458 again. 914- 205- 5, Four five eight. Call us now. Nine seven oh guys. I don't remember all the 9-7-0. I
1: can't. young hoes on The
3: Chat line. Oh, uh, um.
2: Damn, I can't even think of nothing. It was, it was long. Like I really do gotta go by the seasons to even like imagine what the fuck went down. There was so much shit. Huh. Um.
3: Interesting about homophobia got stirred up because like Dwayne Wade loving yes, and supporting God. his child. Yes. Um, that was a big thing that's it's, it's still, like, ongoing.
2: Yeah, that's not. I don't think that's going to end anytime soon. But, <laughs> Gabby Union's face just insists on itself a lot. It's like, when you see her face, you're like, okay, yeah, she believes in herself and she knows what the fuck she's talking about, even if I want to speak against it. You know what I'm saying? And y'all, it, it, it irks a lot of y'all apparently.
3: Monique to Netflix? mm that was interesting. Integrity.
2: Um, Integrity. Barnes. That was a good, that was good this year. Fucking South Park. Tegrity Weed. Um,
3: white people had no idea who Frankie Beverly or Nita Baker were. Yo. right. How black came. They didn't know. Like, what was that? Everyone knows who Anita Baker is, actually, especially after this whole Supreme Court thing, like when Christine um, Ford spoke out. That's...
2: <laughs> Not Anita Baker, man.
3: Rest of me deal.
2: Anita Hill, man. <laughs>
3: Stay in your white place.
2: Stay in your white lane.
3: Stay in your white lane. There's been a lot of... Actually, there hasn't been of mind-stepping by black, white people on black bullshit this year in particular. None that I can recall.
2: Word, not that I've seen too much either.
3: Um, There's been so much shit going on. Like, even, like, watching the whole thing about Don't Fuck With Cats. It's like, wait, where were we? We hear shit about this. Right. And I'm always in the news and, and, like, on the blogs and, like, the news feeds and, like, forums and shit. I was like, how did I miss this? I was like, oh, Obama, Martin, Mike Brown. Like, like 2000, it was hot. It was a hot It was a hot, it was a couple hot
2: summers. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be the Mayan, Um, the the end of the Mayan calendar was gonna die. It was a lot of shit going on. It's a lot. Um, But this year, like,
1: yeah,
3: it had, like, it had um, nothing else I can think of that right. was like important that struck me about this year in pop culture or in media. Um you got Disney Plus. Oh god. You got um, a couple of good Marvel movies. Um
2: Queen and, Slim came, um, Queen and Slim came out. Y'all hated it. So many of y'all hated it. A oh, has,
3: had we it. have
2: that Harriet fiasco. Oh, Harriet. The whole Cynthia Arrivo fiasco, which we haven't really spoken about, and there's a part of me that just doesn't want to, like, doesn't want to disparage a, a black woman in a way, but she, like, comes off so anti afam and... For her to say, like, like in interviews and shit, she talks all of this shit about, like, oh, you do, you know what I'm saying, like, I care so much about this role, and I did so much dramaturgy, and I did so much this, that, and the third, da, 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 da. but then you allowed them to create a whole white savior that wasn't there, and a whole lot of interest there, and all these lies, and one of the biggest things that you felt concerned about in the Oprah interview was wearing a corset, like, bitch, that doesn't make you historically accurate, bitch. Like, come on. And so, like, when people, like, some of my faves um, that aren't necessarily as famous as Cynthia Rievo, but are absolutely on their way, she's not anti black. Like, that's crazy to say when, like, she could go do that. I wonder how much they actually know about Harriet Tubman and how much they actually know about the civil rights movement and how much they um know about what happened when, what um, during a slave emancipation and things of that nature. Like, y'all. A lot of y'all do a lot of stepping and fetching and a lot of keeping your mouth shut, you know what I'm saying, about actual black shit in order to climb and please these white people who definitely know all of the shit but refuse to put the truth out there. And to me, there's a lot of black people doing some habitual stepping by not even crossing lines that they need to cross. Cross the damn line. Cynthia Erivo, you care about Harry? You care about that role You care about being historically accurate You needed to be up in that writing room Like excuse me who the fuck is this cracker That you got in here that's supposed to be Helping her save people Take that out Who's this this love interest who's that Take that out yeah that's cute and everything But this is not a cute story Harriet Tubman's life was not fucking cute They didn't put her
3: on the the $20 bill Because she didn't
2: smile enough She didn't have shit to smile about Okay she was watching pregnant women get holes dug so that their stomach could be lined in holes so that they could get whipped in their backs. She was sitting there watching people fucking picnics. Cut it out. Harry did not have shit to smile about. She didn't have no time to be sucking nobody's dick. She had no time kissing the white ass.
3: Okay. <laughs> and, and we're going to end with that for this segment of the show. Alright, so you ready to get into the reading? Let's get into this reading! Um, Do you. I
1: will.
3: And I will move the mic here. You think that's good, or should I move
2: the pen? Oh, that should be fine. I need to camera. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah. Is that one over here, or that gotta go? Um,
3: there might be. I, I, probably not. Um, so yeah, so we're going to do our tarot spread for 2020. And what that consists of is what I do is I personally draw a spread for of the year and a 13th card that represents sort of aura or mood of the year. And what Jack is going to do is like if they're are any sort of like and, um ambig- um ambiguities in any of the cards that I draw for a particular month he's gonna draw with his deck to sort of give more things that we can generally expect that month as to like um and I'm also in like a particular place in a particular position in um a certain perspective, different people do these. Some um, people get um, insight about other things. Um, and my advice to you as a person that follows astrology or any sort of like divination is to find what um,
1: triggers and speaks most to you. something that you connect to. Um, and
3: also, I'd like nothing is written in stone. Like, we are um, not victims to destiny, but more of, like, we write it every day. So, like, different decisions can be made, different sort of um, attitudes can change, and things can take place, like, to shift anything that I might say here today. Um, but this is just, like, our sort of, like, most current path. Like, if we, like, continue on this way for um, the next year, these are some things that we um, can sort of be aware of. Um, So I'm waiting for Jack to come in here before we get started. Uh, And we'll give that to you guys, and then we're going to do a little musical number and that will be our holiday special for you. Um, we're actually not going to take calls for this segment because we do need to focus on the reading, but make sure you follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and we're at a new country. Um, Christian Mingo <laughs> that. That's what we're Black gay chat. <laughs> Skoldex. <Does> that <laughs> <laughs> I am to. We'll <laughs> yeah. This is fun. I'm actually, like, when I do this, I wasn't expecting people to ask us to do it
2: this year. I see if we we're still going to be after this last year, so, <laughs> you know, my settings on um Moon, hopefully... I'm those and those our ancestors come through, and let us be accurate again this time. Let the clock speak. Let our ancestors speak. I may just have random things to say. Um, hopefully, you can still hear me. I'm a little bit of far away from the mic, but um, <clears throat> sometimes speak through me, so if anybody's listening, um, they might be talking to you, so prayer one you might get a free little evidence as the mm-hmm. piece of people say. Cause it more people. Interesting. Okay. I want to
3: let you interpret first. <laughs> All right. So do I start, do I end or start with the, like the, or, I should start with, with the or of the year. So the, um, the or of the year, the feeling of the year is the hierophant in reverse. And that is sort of a dissension from what's like traditional and conventional. Um, it also can talk about like a paradigm shift in like personal thinking. Like, um, we have sort of um, our own ways of interpreting data and processing feelings, and that the higher second verse can talk about a shift from that or a shift like in institution. So, it's a lot of moving away from tradition. So that is sort of the overall feeling of
2: 2020. To add on to that, um <clears throat> is saying that it's time for things to stop being um, based on custom. Um, there's a lot of work that my Ile is doing just by being um, that is already bringing business how important my Elay seems to be to the movement of certain um certain things. And if you understand the language that I'm saying in practice I'm initiated to so if you don't then you don't and you will find out when certain things are done. Trust me, I'm gonna give y'all as much information as I can, sanctioned by my Godfather and sanctioned by spirit as well. But what it's saying is like things like traditional transphobia gotta go. Things like um traditional homophobia and traditional misogyny and misogynoir Things like anti-blackness, because of how colonialism works, tradition got to go. Things like um, um, continental African Christianity, continental West African Christianity, Christianity is in the sea as a decline. Um, things got to go, and is it, it, where it's where it speaks on tradition, it speaks on the idea that tradition is more more important than um, paradigm shift. And as though traditions don't make room for paradigm shifts, that energy is going to get turned on its ass.
3: Okay, so for January, I was saying that. Okay, so for January, what's that? That's the Seven of Swords in reverse.
2: Uh, Eight of Swords.
3: Eight
2: in- of Swords.
3: Um. Lord. A lot of. Trust, well, it speaks to, like, the order of the year. A lot of trust and conventional thinking and conventional wisdom will be severed because it's going to be proved to be a part of.
2: Huh? Keep
3: going. Um, and people will have to rely on their own personal intuitiveness to get them in the situations rather than, like, rhetoric. Also, um, sort of like, cutting off toxic relationships Not sure. and things that, like, don't serve you, but sort of um, don't enrich you and grow you. And knowing, t- like, to see, like, the poison in the water. Like, someone's giving you dirty water. like they may be watering that what? And I think um, there'll be sort of this um, mass awakening of that for January.
2: The end of self-deprecating thought, it is not serving you to speak less of yourself. It's serving you to think that your thoughts, emotions, and ideas are not if they are not well researched, that is something that you have to cut out as It is not um, the time to have thoughts and emotions that are not steeped in logic. Um, anything where you are shitting on yourself is not steeped in logic. Anything where you critique yourself is, and anything where you see your flaws but don't make them the whole of who you are, especially mentally, um, is it, it like otherwise it just needs to go if you are thinking oh well I ain't shit because I ain't making the coin cut it out because that is what's stopping you from making the coin that's gotta go in order for your January and the rest of your year to be set up in any of the positive ways that could potentially be set up I'm looking at brokenness in the future otherwise um, I'm gonna keep going hold
3: on
2: yep just drew another card from a different deck it is the king of swords upside down that goes to continue that wave okay so for
3: February um is the princess of wands in reverse and what what I get from that is uh, we've had a lot of um trafficking going on mm. and to continue and come into more of a public forefront um, <clears throat> um, the narrative of trafficking is going to like take sort of like a buzz and a storm I know from just feel about it I feel like there's more than sex trafficking just going on, um, and people are going to continually be more black and brown. It's gonna the white community, and that's why it's gonna be something that's present in our minds in February. That's
2: true. A way that you can personally combat the energy of sex trafficking is having a full because um, even though you know there's is not necessarily much you can do for sex trafficking at large. Energetically, your sex can be trafficked, if you understand what I'm saying. There, there are people who will take advantage of your sex drive, people that will take advantage of um, how you think about sex and things of that nature. It might be time to start expanding your thoughts about sex, and it is definitely time to get in control of your sexuality. Um, it's, in time, it's a time to make sure You and your partner have an understanding sexually. Um, It is a time that you start to get into yourself sexually. Like um, women, you're going to have to bust some nuts. I'm sorry, you you are you are not you you are you are vulnerable if you don't know how to please yourself on multiple levels. Your heart is vulnerable if you don't know what it takes to get you to come. more important than you think, and this is going to be something that will be extremely paramount in February. King of personality is king. Um, it is saying that either some masculine and emotions will come into your life, or um, to to show you, or it's something that you have to bring to yourself from masculine side of yourself. Again, I don't believe Yin and Yang is a is a is a split there is a small dot <laughs> inside of you that will give you the tools that you need to find the smaller dot to make the big O occur. Thank
3: you. Okay, so we're going to move on to okay, February, March. March. <sighs>
2: um,
3: March is the Seven of Wands, the seven of Wands in Reverse. Um after you've come out of this sort of emotional struggle, that emotional struggle is gonna be met by um what so like is gonna be very uh, like a very low month for everyone in general um I can't exactly what's going to happen The we still getting the idea of like this is when like the recession that we've been due for for a while may start to hit okay. Um, and we might see some see some decline in the labor force like jobs have been going up but um, the largest corporations in our country are finding ways to cut, like, cut physical labor out. And I think now we're going to, like, in March, we're going to start to see, like, the actual effects of that.
2: What I love about what's happening in this reading is Pat is is giving, um, a very much a community and global understanding. And I am getting a very, um, and relative understanding, um, you're going to want to, what I see a lot in that card, in the placement that it's in, upside down, is loneliness and feeling like you don't have the energy to fight because you're doing it all by yourself. This is time, and I really want everybody to be reminded. This is time to really look to your partner for, for guidance and look to your partner for um, that shoulder to cry on. Please actually cry on your partner's shoulder, and please... Look at your partner and see this is for both sides. There's not one side going through this. Everyone is going to go through this. Um, you Look to your partner's um, emotions as well because they're healing and you healing the person that you're with. They're understanding and you understanding what the person that you're with is going through. So don't just be so self-focused while you're in the bed with somebody. Don't be so self-focused while you're um, working with a coworker or anything like that. When you see somebody struggling, help them because that will help you. And um, if everyone is on that wave, then it's not so much of a fight and it's more of a hands together mm-hmm. march through the situation. I just pulled two cars and it's the hurt upside down, which again, that tells me do not fucking do it. And um, the two of swords, it could be a mental battle if you are, um, going to think of it on your own and act like you got to deal with your problems on your own. Do not do it. Resist the urge.
3: April. Um, Three of Pinnacles, um, shows like some financial relief. Um, star the show, so it might be like some stimulus package. It's also tax time. Huh? So, like, I feel like people like the recession because they're getting their taxes back. Like, the taxes this year for some people are going to be a little bit better than last year. You might see a little bit more money, but I feel like that's only because there is like a recession looming. And um, May is a doozy. Um.
2: So, yeah, for for April, um, yeah, there's a lot of power in togetherness. There's magic. They say when two, when three agree, um, it is so. There's magic in working together. This is not a year of. This is not the year of the solitary. I've been preaching against individualism for a while. This is not the year of the solitary indivi- of, of person. This is the year of finding your tribe. This is the year of finding someone that you can walk in this life together with.
3: I oh, shit. Sure.
2: leave the leave the old shit to the old shit and find new shit if that's the case. But at the end of the day, being alone doesn't necessarily mean romantic relationship moving on because we don't have to decide. In May,
3: a lot of family relationships are going to be, and emotional relationships are going to be turned upside down. Like, if you are going through some family stuff now, like in May, it's going to bust wide open for a lot of people. Um, and that's because like a lot of uh, of us have been pouring ourselves into toxic relationships and um it's it's going to have to be shaken out for the the next like coming month in um 2020
2: i say if you don't if if both partners are not practicing and practicing patience Temperance is the idea that, you know, this means, like, save your money. This means that if somebody is spending too much money in your situation, y'all have to really get that together and get on a page that is similar, and it would behoove the person that is doing the spending to be the person to step up and be like, okay, no, wait, Um, I know I'm spending a lot of money, let's. Um, And if they're not going to do that, it might behoove you to cut them off. Um, there has to be temperance happening. Like, when you get that tax return, you got to put that bitch in the bank and do not touch her.
3: May, June, Queen of Cups this year isn't, like, particularly pleasant. Yeah, it's going to be hard. The Queen of Cups in reverse talks about reclaiming your own emotionality. And um, sort of taking in the secrets of, like, the King of Cups, for instance. Because the King of Cups is, like, a lot about emotional secrecy. And the Queen of Cups sort of, like, has that mirror and is, like, looking at all the things that um, are hidden. Um, And in reverse, that means, like, looking at the things that are hidden within yourself. So there's going to be, like, a lot of, like, self-reflection for people in general because of, like, the rocky start that we've had for this year up until this far in June. And that's the solstice. Um, But for much of the year, like, we're underwater and, like, it shifts after that.
2: If you don't figure out your own emotions. I suggest doing it now. Do not wait until June. If you wait until June, you will be blindsided by the need to figure it out. And by then it may to be too late. You will end up broke people. Um people are gonna lie to you but again their illusions are not going to win. They are going to you're going to see through them and that's gonna shake you. Seeing through people that you thought you knew who they were and they not exactly who they you thought they were is going to shake you. Your 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 cup doesn't run us over, your flowers are going to be dry um, if you don't actually pour into yourself emotionally and understand what it means to be an emotional being. Um, But when and if you do, you will have all the power in the world and the ace of wands. You will be the most powerful individual and ready for some of the crazy shit that's coming towards the end of the year because,
1: my God! (laughs)
2: So, July...
3: No hot girl summer this year, unfortunately. Yeah. It's going to be like a cold because people are going to like spiritually are going to be in very interesting places. Like as as a like a planet. Um, I guess because we're such a hot mess from like up until the solstice, Like guys are like, okay, we need to like pull together. So if you're not a praying person, you need to start praying in July. Like you're going to be brought to your knees,
2: pretty mm-hmm. much. you go be brought to your knees. You're going to whether it be whoever, whether it be Loire, or your Ed wound, it's going to have to be your ancestors first and foremost, but you're going to come to the need of some kind of spiritual help. You're going to need baths, Y'all going to need rompimientos, y'all going to need all kinds of work if, if again, a lot of this stuff can be preventable. We're seeing, you know what I'm saying, this is the high priestess, Um, it, it, it all can be preventable and get to that point where you yourself are the high priestess and not in need of her if you do a lot of this work that we're saying in the beginning, as in, like, starting now. Um. There's a lot of togetherness happening. There's a lot of you needing to be on a throne with somebody sitting on their own throne next to them. And if they don't have a throne, meaning they haven't done that work, especially the work of the Queen of Cups in reverse, um, then they are a servant, and you can't be with a servant. You you as a royal cannot be with a commoner. Um, This is going to be one hell of a mental fight all all fucking year. It's going to be a bunch of mental fights. And it, it it by now you could be making some money, but if not you're gonna be spending a lot more. You people that like um that like retail therapy have got to slow the
1: in
3: August it broke. six months. It's uh um Night of Pentacles in reverse it speaks about a lot more. He just said. Um, if you don't get your prayer on. Um, there's going to be a lot of lush crops. Like, you're going to have your money, but you're not going to be able to get to it, if that makes sense. Sure. I don't know why. Maybe you can provide some Um So I've
2: just pulled the sun um, on this deck that I'm pulling from the sun, which has um, a partnership again. Um, then there was the two of pentacles, which is a good sign for money, but then it's the Ten of um, Cups Upside Down, which is like the Ten of Cups is about like too much satiety in the first place, and then if it's upside down, it's like really, an, uh, uh, if, again, this is about not, Um, it's, it's about not overextending yourself emotionally and really getting to understand what it is that you need emotionally and communicate. Earlier, somebody said that what I was preaching was enchanting, and it might be, but you need um you need to be able and be locked in with your partner your et cetera y'all need to be locked in with the things that will keep y'all together and keep y'all moving and pushing if, in, just in case this whole financial system collapses tomorrow if y'all don 't have something together that will keep y'all warm again, your partner 's sexuality like we said in February, your two sexualities will literally keep you warm in the cold come to, um, to, to sleep at night. The um, if if your money is not fucking working, you need to have something that is other than financial and fiscal liberation and fiscal um support that is holding y'all together. If you're with your partner for money, that shit is not gonna survive. All
3: right, so I'm gonna tell you what's about to happen. I just realized what the, and we we can wrap this up because we're short on time too. Um, but like I just realized what this last one, two, three, four, five months of the year, so. September, October, November, December. Go We're going to get fucked over in the election, y'all, as we always do. Trump is going to be president again because fucking December is death in reverse.
2: And I just pulled the death card.
3: Um, Yeah, so whatever hope you had for a Democratic presidency, throw those illusions away. We had it straight for a dictatorship,
2: baby. There needs a get, boundary. Like,
3: get, like, straddle up. Like there's gonna be a lot of false hope in September with the Chariot in reverse, the Lovers in reverse. Like a lot of people in October, like there's gonna be no, a lot of. Up.
2: The Lovers is straight
3: up. Oh, um, well, love, there's gonna be well, okay, Lovers straight up. seemingly meaningful, and that's what like September is gonna be about from a political perspective. Um. And then in November, all those choices, those great options we had, are going to disappear. With um, the three of wands.
2: And then in in December, everything that you thought was real is going to be real no longer. Everything is going to flip on its ass. Yeah, gonna be
3: like, how did this happen again? White supremacy.
2: But (laughs) And and when this motherfucker gets a third term, don't say we didn't warn you. But you had it from us. Oh, we
3: don't even have enough time to really do our joint. Oh
2: damn.
3: You wanna try it? It's it's two more. Uh, we didn't get to do
2: we didn't get to do our, our musical song. number. But we'll be prepared for y'all next year because one thing that's not gonna be different is we are gonna be here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? We'll play out
3: the instrumental. Maybe we'll have a little something. But thank you guys for joining us. On the holiday specials. Thank you for sending under the Anukai Tree for this first season. Um, we'll be back with season two in the new year. Um, I'll put more about our yearly reading in the description box. Make sure you follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Instagram
2: at the Anukai Tree. And if you want more readings, put them in the comments somewhere because, goddamn know y'all gonna need some readings. Look at this bitch. Pat um Miss um, Sykes just took a picture. Are you uploading that pick? Um yeah, well I'll put it uh, on Instagram. We're gonna upload that pick on Instagram and uh look at it yourself and just look just like when you see it, if your third eye is open, you don't have to know nothing about tarot. The shit's gonna buzz and it's not gonna look good. Okay? So um we'll try to keep y'all as prepared as possible. And that's it. One thing that's still the truth is the Queen Christmas.
1: Yeah.